You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Hi, everyone. I am Dr. Sean Andrews. I am a new host on the Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. I'm thrilled that this is episode number one for me. But for the Critical Mass Radio Show, it's interview number 1,493 and podcast number 1,179. So I have a ways to go to catch up there. But I am thrilled to be here, and I'm thrilled for our first guest, which is Jackie Janot. Jackie is a brand and business strategist. Without further ado, let's just get right in. Jackie, thank you for being here and welcome to the show. Thanks. I'm I'm excited to be here. <laughs> for, for our first show together. Our first show together. Your first show, my first show. Wonderful. Very exciting. Wonderful. So so I want the listeners today to to find out about you mm-hmm. and you know what uh, your motivations, your inspirations, your vision, everything. So so tell us about your professional path and what brought you to where you are today. Well, I actually I started my career in media planning, working in you know large ad agencies as the media planner, where I was the one who decided the where, what, and how much of what media uh, we we did, and uh, that was you know long enough ago that we don't need to talk about. <laughs> and uh, and eventually I made my way in house and worked in marketing departments, anywhere from being a one woman marketing department to being parts of larger teams, regional teams, international teams. And then, you know, like so many uh, during the Great Recession of our time, I uh, suddenly found myself uh, in, in the position where my position was no longer needed. And, you know, again, I think, it, I think it's a sort of typical story for consultants. I was in a conversation one day with a random person who was lamenting about this stack of leads he had gathering dust on his desk. And, you know, my, my uh, consulting business started and uh you know and and that's led me to to do brand and business strategy that i'm doing today wonderful so so tell us about your firm and what you do so my uh, business is jjno marketing i'm a brand and business strategist and um you know there are a lot of marketing consultants out there Mm -hmm. we were talking about it a little bit uh before the show and you know, a lot of specialists, you know, people come in, they specialize in SEO, they specialize in creative, they specialize in content, whatever it is that they bring to it. And I found that, you know, a lot of consultants, their recommendations are based really on what they already know about marketing, what the latest trends are, um, you know, what the latest report that they read, the studies that are out there. But what I've found has been most helpful for my clients is when I go beyond marketing, you know, and I I like to say that I work at the intersection of business and marketing. So making those connections between how the marketing decisions that we make today impact business tomorrow, Um, really getting in and making, uh, doing a deep dive and getting to know the business, looking under the hood, what makes the business tick? What's their company culture? What are their processes and procedures? And when, when we get to know that, then we get to make better marketing decisions. So that's, that's really where my focus is in doing brand development and in business strategy and marketing strategy, you know, not every strategy, not every path forward actually has, marketing's not always the best answer. 
right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's improving a process. Sometimes it's adjusting a company culture. I, I recently was working with um, a business where, you know, they wanted to grow revenue, obviously. Who doesn't? And I took a look at everything that they were doing and all of their outreach strategies, the social media that they were doing, um, you know, the, the event marketing that we're, they were doing. It was all good. It was, on, it was on point. Obviously, you know, it could grow. It can expand. But after really delving into the business, what I discovered was they weren't converting the leads that they were getting. And, and the conversions were steadily declining over a six-month period. So we were able to go back and look at, well, what happened in those six months? What happened? What changed? And so now we're going in, and, and the focus really is on tracking data, making sure that all the information that's coming in is getting logged so that you, we can better pinpoint what's going on and make adjustments to you know, answering prospects' questions, making sure, making sure calls get returned, making sure if somebody emails, you're emailing them back instead of calling them back, because that's obviously their preferred method of communication. Mm -hmm. So, you know, so things like that, really, um, you know, again, just working at that the intersection of business and marketing. Fantastic. I love the story as well. It, 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 so marketing is not always the answer, right? Marketing is not always the answer. I mean, to me, it's all marketing. To me, it's part, and, and that's part of the confusion, right? Marketing's such a big umbrella. And um, you, you tell somebody that you're a marketing consultant, and they're going to think that you do the thing they need at the time, whatever that happens to mm. be. And that's not always the case. And so I prefer to come in and, again, really focus on the strategy and figuring out what are your goals, what are your obstacles, what are your strengths, what are your weaknesses, and then developing a recommendation based on that information. Okay. Now, is that uh, what you just said, does that differentiate you excuse me, from other business strategists in the field? Or what would you say that your firm does that really sets you apart? Well, I, that is one. That is one of the things. I, again, when you look at um, marketing consultants, you know, uh, again, a lot of them specialize in a certain field, and so they come to the relationship with. I don't want to say a, a certain agenda, but a skill set, and of course, whatever they're going to recommend to you is going to involve their skill set because otherwise they can't get paid. Mm -hmm. Whereas uh, my focus is more on the business. And to me, it, it doesn't matter whether it's SEO, it doesn't matter whether it's, you know, content and, you know, introducing podcasting into your strategy, or if it's just, you need to redecorate your front office, <laughs> right? Or the person who's answering the phone needs to ask these three questions, yeah. right? It, it, to me, you know, I... I want what's best for the business. So I'm going to look at everything holistically and make recommendations whether they, I mean, you know, they're always going to integrate marketing mm -hmm. because to me, business and marketing go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. But again, it's, it's not going to necessarily be, you need to increase your advertising spend by, you know, 20% in order to move the needle. Sometimes it's something that doesn't cost anything. Ah, okay. So it's taking a more holistic approach at it versus mm -hmm. steering them towards maybe your area of specialty. Right. Okay. So, uh, so given that, are there certain niche markets that you target, or certain types of clients that you that you serve? My um, best clients are the ones that come to me and say, you know, 
we, we know we can do better. We want to get to the next step. We want to move the needle. We're having some sort of issue, and we just don't know what to do. Those, those are my favorite clients because that means that they're ready to make a change. They're ready to be open to looking at, you know, what are the chokeholds? What are the things that are holding them back? They're open to, you know, um, the possibilities of recommendations and, and not having a preconceived notion of what it is that they're supposed to be doing. And so really it's, you know, it's businesses, you know, I say that have one to a hundred employees. Okay. Um, across, you know, across a variety of industries. I'm, you know, a perpetual learner. I love learning new industries. And, you know, some of my favorite clients, well, one of my favorite clients designs um, traffic signal intersections. (laughs) I mean, who knew that was a thing? But now I do. There's an entire industry, and I know about it. And that's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> so so the clients who really don't have any idea what they need, but they yeah. know they need something. They need something. <laughs> they need something. Exactly. You know, when it, it, it's those people who come and say, I need this. And it's uh. like, well, you know, a, a couple years ago, I, I had a lot of people who were calling me and asking, you know, I need help with SEO. I need to drive more traffic to my website. I'd go to their website and say, well, your website's not optimized to convert. So you're going to drive a lot of people to your website, but you're going to be throwing that money away and and putting people off and they're not going to come back. And the reason your website's not optimized to convert is because you don't have a strong brand identity and a brand message. So the place to start would be with branding. Okay. So it sounds like you have a, a very clear vision of what you do. You've, you've had success with that. Uh, what would you say is your aspirations and your goals for the future? Um, well, to, to keep doing what I'm doing with more people. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I, I, I love what I do. I love marketing. I, I, I'm very passionate about it. Um, I'm one of those people that if you're, you know, lucky enough to meet me out and about, you're going to get a lot of free strategic guidance. <laughs> I, you know, I, I once, you know, completely redirected somebody's uh, entire marketing <laughs> strategy over a drink one night. I, you know, I can't help myself. But, you know, one of the things that I'd like to explore more for this year is partnering with creative agencies. I, I recently, um, had a meeting with with a creative agency where I gave them some strategic input on what to websites that they were developing for clients. And I think that there's a real opportunity and a need there because, you know, they have great teams and and they, they have buckets of creativity. But I come from it from a strategic place where I'm looking at everything holistically and I'm and I'm making the connections and saying, well, how how is this website helping the business's goals and objectives? How does it fit in to the overall strategy of what they're doing? And how can the website be structured so that it's serving the end need? And and so I think that there's an opportunity there. Okay. So, yeah, excellent. Some new areas to adventure into in the future. So, So can you share with our audience where you go to obtain outside perspectives, insights on the challenges that that you face Mm -hmm. in your industry? Yeah. um, You know, uh, peer groups, mentoring groups, you know, I know you started one through Critical Mass for Women, so things Mm -hmm. like that. Uh, There are a couple of associations and networking groups that I'm also a member of. And uh, surprisingly, or or not, social media. I I have a really tight-knit group of 
people internationally that I've connected with on LinkedIn. We have a sort of email thread where, you know, we discuss issues that we're that we have. We support each other's work. It's really great. Um, and there's actually a really great marketing group on Facebook where, you know, when you have an issue and you have a question and um, just, you know, need some strategic ta or tactical answers to it, uh, it's it's been a really great resource. Great. That's. Uh, so I was thinking as you were talking too. You mentioned peer groups, associations. Mm -hmm. uh, but so when you're an entrepreneur, mm -hmm. is it different from when you were in corporate as, as far as where you go to get information and you know keep keep sharp on your skills and y yes. is it different? I, you know, I I often say I think one of the best things for my professional development was getting downsized because it forced me to to focus on education and to focus on what's happening in the industry. You know, when you're in a corporate position for so long, you get really stuck in the patterns and the ways that that business does things. And this really made me go outside and seek out, you know, align partnerships and network and, and grow my community. So yeah, hmm. you know. But when you're in when you're in a corporation, when you're in that business environment, it's built yeah. in for you. Yes. Your peers are there. Yes. You walk down the hall and say hi to them, right? right? And when you're an entrepreneur, when you're when you're out on your own, you need to go and seek it out. Ah. And it's okay. something that you need to do, you know, every day. Right, right. It's, it becomes an active part of it's your an active part your, of your of your routine. Yes, yes. So uh, so what would you, what advice would you give, would you offer women who are in business today? Well, going off of what we were talking about, network, build your network. It's one of my, the biggest regrets that I have from, you know, as a young professional that I didn't understand the need and put enough focus on building a network. Um, of course, then we didn't have the online tools that we have now that make it a little bit easier. But, and it's not just building that network. It's it's actively engaging and nurturing and creating relationships. You know, it's not a matter of just have a bunch of connections on LinkedIn and call it a day. That, that's not a network, right? It's people you can reach out to that you can refer business to, who can refer business to you, mentors, you know, people that you can call and, and say, hey, I'm having this issue. How have you worked through that before? Have you ever encountered anything like that? So, um so yeah, so so really focusing on on building the network. The the second, and of course, you know, coming from a brand strategist, um, I would say is building your personal brand, and which is different than your business brand. You know, really think about who do you want to be, how do you want people to view you and to see you. What, how do you want to be defined, and then make sure that that's how you're presenting yourself all the time, whether it's in face-to-face -face networking, whether it's out, uh, you know, online, in your LinkedIn profile, how you're engaging in social media. So, so really building your personal brand. So, uh, what, uh, so could you give us some examples of that? Because I hear that, I hear mm -hmm. that most of us have some type of social media right. profiles, right? Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, I've heard the saying, if it's, if it's online, it's, it's, it's out there. Right. People know about it. And there's nothing that's really truly private. Mm -hmm. and it's out there. So how can, how could someone do that? How could someone, what are some specific examples of how you could best create your personal brand? 
So understanding who you are, what are your strengths, what are your weaknesses, what are what are your um, your aspirations, and and it it's not tied to what your current position is, what your current job description is, right? So, you know, if if you are you know, responsible and outgoing, and you're the person who believes in efficiency and getting things done and, you know, timetables and, you know, whatever it is, um, you're going to build that into your personal brand because it's something that's going to, you're going to take with you from job to job, from career to career. It transitions with you, right? And again, it's, what do you want people to say about you? In a professional capacity, what do you want to be known for? And start there. Make a list. What do you want to be known for? And then weave that into a professional profile. Okay. So ideally, should your personal brand and your professional brands be the same? Or would those... Yes. They would. Yeah. Ideally. Yeah. So when you say personal brand, it doesn't mean personal as in your your personal social life, right? It, it's your personal brand, meaning it's your it's part of your identity. It's part of who you are professionally. It's not, it's not your job description. Mm-hmm. It's not your business's brand. Mm-hmm. You say ideally align your brand with your strengths. You mentioned your strengths, your skills, and, and mm-hmm. who you want to be, mm-hmm. what you want to work towards, and who you want to be in the future. Yeah, I mean, you know, look at um, look at some of the sort of business icons of our day, right? Richard Branson. Okay. You know, I mean, he's. He's all about like adventure and excitement and getting out there and doing stuff and taking chances and 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 that's who he is. That's his personal brand. He brings that as a leader to all of his businesses, but that's not, certainly not the Virgin Atlantic brand. Right. Right? right. So, um, that's, you know, Oprah is a great personal brand. Right? She she's Oprah no matter what she does. Yes. Yeah, fantastic example. Yeah. So I think that 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 speaks that clears it up perfectly. Okay. <laughs> I think that'll, for the folks listening out there too, I think because oftentimes, because if you're not an entrepreneur and you're mm-hmm. sitting within a company, mm-hmm. you know, you do have a certain identity, and it's mm-hmm. it's you know you're surrounded by it, and you're often you know mm-hmm. boxed into a structure. But you know, sometimes the having a personal brand gets lost. I think if you're working in a company, right. Right, because you, you, as an employee, you see your role as supporting the business, but you can support the business while still maintaining your own personal brand. I mean, salespeople are, are probably the most attuned to doing that because they're creating relationships with clients. And, and, and because they're creating that relationship, they're developing their own personal brand of who they are, what they stand for, that will travel with them regardless of what company they're working for. Oh, okay. Fantastic. Yeah. So we all should have. You all, if, we all, if, we if, all should have one. If we don't have one, we should work to create a stronger personal brand. Ex- exactly. That work will travel with us no matter exactly. what. Exactly. Right. Right, you know, and and that and that helps with networking and developing, developing your circle of professional peers. Uh, it, it helps with all of that. 
Okay, fantastic. And it probably would help with the networking as well that you, you mentioned yeah. earlier as yeah. advice for, for women in particular. Mm-hmm. So so how does someone get in touch with you or learn more about your firm, Jackie? Well, the best ways are to find me on LinkedIn. Okay. I have a LinkedIn profile or at my website, jgenomarketing.com. And, um, you know, uh, also to find out more about me and my philosophies and, and you know, free resources of helping. I, I actually have an article about personal brand versus business brand. Oh, really? That goes deeper into <laughs> clarifying that on my blog. Wow. Now, I, I did not know that. Just full disclosure, I had no idea she had a blog about that. So. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so you've already answered the question. I've already answered the questions right there on my website. <laughs> Great. Great. So, and by the way, and uh, in, in doing my homework for this interview as a new host, I actually looked at Jackie's website and I was thoroughly impressed. Oh, thank um, you. Not only with the not only the layout, of course, right. is professional, but what you say on that website, it's, uh-huh. um, I thought it was pretty profound, actually, some of the things you mentioned. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Thank and, you. Yeah, and you tell some personal stories, and you add some humor uh-huh. in there, and it, it, it's, it's, not, it's not a typical, you know, um, business website, oh. I don't think. Okay, well, so. I will take that. <laughs> Profound, you know. I think that is my new favorite uh, compliment of my site of being profound. Yes, I love I will, it. I will take that and wear that proudly. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So, well, fantastic. So, uh, anything else you want to add for our listeners before we close out? Just, I, I mean, I'm I'm excited to be your first guest. This has been fun, and uh, wishing you all the success and you know in in episodes to come. And I can't wait to uh, to hear more. Thank you. Yes, thank you. And by the way, uh, something I did not mention at the beginning, but uh, as a host on the Critical Mass radio show and podcast, the focus of the show will be women in business. And so Jackie was a great example of our first guest. And so you are a woman in business. Love to have you on the show. With that, thank you very much, Jackie. And uh, all the listeners out there, thanks for tuning in for the first show. And we'll talk soon. You have been listening to Critical Mass radio show, Business Talk Show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi.